What's up, Vancouver? We back again. Vancouver. Back at it again. This is your host for today, Joshua, with my fellow other hosts, David and Serena. Hello, Joshua hello. again. So we back. Um, it's good to be back. Uh, it's been a long week. We are now in the month of October. So crazy. And it feels like fall just came. It fell from like something. Hey, you know, I think in, when we started in September, we also said the same thing where it was like, oh my gosh, it's already September. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> it's almost the end of the year. It is. It's crazy. We have like two months, two, three months left before yeah. the end of 2020. Exactly. And 2020 has been a horrible year. So. And 2021 uh-huh. is going to be so unexpected and unknown. It's literally into the unknown. Into the yeah. unknown. Are we yeah. going to get copyrighted? <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I'm actually pretty nervous for 2021. You know, I hope our, uh, you know, I think hope things get better. Our podcasts will continue on to 2021 as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pray for us. So, uh, yeah. So today I am your host, Joshua, and we will be actually just in time for October, um, the month of holidays, more specifically Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Changes of seasons. So connecting with that, actually, our topic for this week is traditions. 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 And as all of you, all of the listeners may know, traditions are like, you know, they're like old things that have been passed to this generation. Do you guys like, do you guys have a tradition that like really sticks to you? Like it feels like you got to keep it. Um, my birthday, yo. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> Just uh, like I, I really like Christmas out of all the traditional holidays. Yeah. Um, I agree. I mean... Uh, I go to church, so on Christmas, going to church is a very much a tradition that I have kept for a long time. Oh, that too, but I just like staying inside when it's cold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, is, is summer break a tradition? No, it's not because you lose it once you... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, I guess like a tradition is something that you know was given, that was done by our like past, really past ancestors that has continued on to today. Um, so it's actually interesting that um, it's a week of Chuseok in Korea. Oh yeah, Korean, Korean Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever like celebrated Chuseok? Yeah. I think I've I've had to at church before too, because usually that week we'll like have a huge buffet going on, and mm. along with like people will bring uh, rice cake. Yeah. All sorts of rice cake, right? <laughs> rice cake everywhere. <laughs> and then. Like before the following week or that day, we'll like at home make dumplings and uh, like make the rice cake on yeah. our own and, and stuff like that. The songpyeon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember as a kid, like like not even grade one, like kindergarten, yeah. all like the whole family with the whole gang would just meet up at a uh, grandpa's house. Yeah. And then Aww. it'd be like so like stuffy because like my grandpa had like, Eight nine kids, <gasps> so I had, like oh. so many komos and like smokes. right. So and uh, my dad was actually one of the youngest, like uh, of the younger of the whole whole group. What? So like my what do you call it cousins would be like thirty years old, and I'd be like seven years old or something. <laughs> wow. So would it, would they bring their kids too? Yeah, like thirty. So it's I, gonna be like three generations there. I don't even I, I I can't recall, but like I remember I was with one of the cousins out of the many, and then we'd always like, um, kind of look lunchiba like look around to get money for the PC bang. Oh yeah, 
Dang. As long as we could we'll play yeah, games. Yeah, getting getting money off of your older relatives is definitely a tradition in Korea that during is. Korean Thanksgiving. So, I mean, like, you know, for those kids listening to this, like rip off your uh, <laughs> rip off your older older uh, relatives. You know, one day that's going to be us. It will be. And You'll have to give money. I feel like as kids, we like look forward to getting the money. Oh yeah, but we took an, advantage of that. Yeah, but as sure. an adult, I think I'm going to be like dreading that day. Like <laughs> all these little kids are going to bow to me. Yo, and like, yo, you guys remember like, have your parents done this? Where like, they're like, oh, I'll keep it for you. <laughs> they'll like take the money. And they'll never give it back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen that happen, happen to me. So like Korea is actually pretty rich with traditions, eh? Oh, for sure, for yeah, sure. They have like so many traditions that I don't even like fully understand. <laughs> Like even eating like the rice tteokguk, like rice soup. Right, and that you're supposed to gain a, a year, year. Yeah. Once you eat it. And then like on your birthday, you have to eat the seaweed soup. Yeah, the meat, the miyokguk. Yeah, well, miyokguk. that tradition comes from. I kind of know that when a woman gives birth, apparently the seafood or seaweed soup is supposed to be really healthy for the woman oh, who really? gives birth. Because oh. seaweed so then, has a lot of iron. Yeah, so what when oh. that would be like one of the first foods that they'll consume. So it like, you know, continuously just passes on to the child and they'll oh. eat that. Every every day. Exactly. Wow. Every every birthday. I did not know that. Same. I actually have seaweed soup every birthday. My mom makes me seaweed soup. You know, when you call it seaweed soup, it sounds so so unappetizing. And so disgusting, right? Yeah. I promise you, for those who are not Korean and have not tried it, that it is really good. It's really good. Think of it like beef broth with like seaweed type. Just minus the seaweed. (laughs) Just minus it. It doesn't even taste like seaweed. I know. I think it does. Or I don't. What does it, what's it supposed to taste like? <laughs> <laughs> that is the real question. Yeah, it's pretty. Like I always, as a kid, I didn't like it because it's so like the texture of it. Really, I love it. Really? I love seaweed. It's like that slimy, like oh, like texture that... is just so appetizing. But then again, <laughs> I'm a crazy seafood lover, so I don't mind it. Do all the non-Koreans are saying like, nope. They're gonna be no, like, no. slimy. What's slimy. Like, bye, Serena. <laughs> Only thing slimy, I put in my mouth. Is, um. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I actually was wondering recently, like why why do we, why do Koreans like, so traditions usually start because of something that happened back in the past. Like for example, Chuseok originated from, um, it was like a celebratory thing to celebrate a season of like good crops. Harvest? Yeah, harvest right, and crops, right? right? That's why they would have a buffet and they have like over like flowing amount of food. So they would sp- like spend it with their family. And right now I'm actually taking a course on uh, past Korean civilization. So no I'm way. Out. Yeah, it's very interesting. Korean history is way too packed. But I've heard Korean history is actually really interesting because yeah. Canadian history is... It's, uh, it's, no. it's very dry, right? But yeah. Korean history is very rich and it's also very interesting and it's it's quite fun to learn about, I've heard. Yeah, I mean, let's just put it into perspective. Like Canadian history is 150 years old, right? Whereas in Korea, it goes, it dates all the way back to 5,000 BC. So crazy. Yeah. And what the like, heck? It's like 2020 and they were there yeah. since the times they were eating like rabbits or something. Yeah, like literally. <laughs> Was that a thing? <laughs> so it's really interesting to hear about my ancestors who I feel very like far away from because I'm not even on in that land. Like all of us, right? That's true. Yeah. So it's giving me a lot of perspective, also contributing to my point five, like kind of like identity. But yeah, it's very interesting. And I was reading about it and 
Korean people, so this is a thing. You know how right now Korean people, this is kind of going off topic, but you know how like Korean people right now are like really well known in the music industry. Oh yeah, for sure. We're getting more like knowledge. BTS. <laughs> BTS. Yeah. It's BTS. a thing. They got onto NPR. Did you check that out? It was crazy. They did? Yeah. They're like, everywhere. Like, they're M- everywhere. They're on NPR. I was like, what? <laughs> wow. They're literally everywhere. I really don't understand. Like it's screaming their name. Like I I no, I don't want to create. Check it out, but they were they were pretty good, but it was really? like just interesting to see how much they're actually quite talented. They had. Really, skill wise, I think they're quite talented. Nice. Well, like I I didn't understand how BTS got that famous, but um. Oh, yo, we you just killed the half of us. Whoa, <laughs> hey, stay on. I don't think that way. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm not an anti fan. I don't I don't mind. I just don't have a preference. But anyways, so yeah, like Korea is getting a lot of acknowledgement for like the movies, like Parasite. Like right. That was also quite big. Hey, yeah. that was a big blow up. Yeah. So I, I think as Korea gets more exposure, people are beginning to realize like South Korea might be a country with a lot of like, which is like, what do you call that in English? Like, like you have a lot of energy, like, but it's like, like a different- wit, Not wit. It's like, a different kind of um, like playful energy. energy? Yeah, it's like this aura or this energy that Koreans have, which is like very like, they like to like party, enjoy, spending time together and like singing, creating stuff that are like creative and stuff like that. So that actually dated back into like the first hundred years of Korea. What the? So just to, this this might be a little bit of history history class for you guys, but when there was three kingdoms called Goryeo, Gokuryeo, oh. Baekje, and Shilla, is that like the, is that like three provinces of Canada or something? Yeah, basically, basically, but like they were all Koreans, but just three like country different Korean people. Oh, they're different Nations. countries. They're considered. Yeah, they're okay. different countries, different kingdoms, right? But it said like ever since then, people like. On, at Chuseok, they got together, they drank like soju and like, you know, they like partied and it showed details of like how they partied. Koreans know how to party so well. Yeah, it's in our blood. I, I must not be Korean then. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, so like back then, that's how Chuseok started. But like, oh. we don't really, you know, need to celebrate good crops now. Yeah, we celebrate something else. I guess we celebrate family, you know, and like... The idea of coming together, right? Like basically, I guess then society is was more agricultural, so you have that. But yeah. nowadays, it's more about family, getting yeah, together guess, and seeing each other, right? I guess different context. It's not like, woo, th- today's Costco day. <laughs> <laughs> Costco day. <laughs> Celebrate the harvest, guys. Anyone <laughs> going to Costco, Costco, buy your crops. <laughs> That's hilarious. So like being 0.5s, we're... So far away from our entire family. I'm pretty sure right now in this given moment, our like our, our relatives, def- right? Yeah, our relatives are gathering together. Heck, spending my time. parents are not living with me, so yeah. So like, how do especially you- after co- or you know during COVID, yeah. it's even harder. It's even worse. Yeah, for yeah, sure. The distance. So like, how do you guys feel about that when you see your families gather? Do you guys feel this need to gather with them or like? Well, I'm very close with my relatives, and uh, we you know, talk on the phone quite regularly and we do, uh, what is it called? Like face, we FaceTime each other quite regularly. So I, I think the other day I was talking to my uncle and my, my, um, cousins and I miss them so much. I was Mm. thinking like, Oh my gosh, if it wasn't for COVID, I'd be there and I'd be like, you know, and perhaps be celebrating, uh, Korean Thanksgiving with them. And it, it was always a tradition, um, 
if uh for you know if my family is in Korea that we'd gather at like my grandma grandpa's place and we'd all just you know hang around like chill and then like go eat mm. out and stuff like that just sleep yeah <laughs> I think for me um like I I you know you guys know me now I'm the type of person to be super lazy about meeting people even family gatherings and stuff mm-hmm. but just the memories looking back at it now they're they've only left good ones mostly or if there were bad ones I really I really don't remember them but <laughs> like they weren't bad enough right either that but like you know <laughs> the memories that they like meeting family as like a whole huge group I think leaves a lot of memories in you that's true, especially at a, like a young age, right? Because like oh, I don't, yeah. I don't remember anything else from like when I was like really seven or six. I don't, I'm not gonna remember like the one plus one I did or like the food I got for lunch. But I'm gonna remember like the family gatherings we had or something like that. I remember like when I gathered with my cousins, I'd be in charge of teaching them English for at least a couple hours <laughs> until the food was ready. That's so like relatable because <gasps> they expect us to teach them English. Because what? Yeah, and they hate it. They just sit down and be like. Just not even listen. You're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and I'd have to like help them with their homework and stuff. And yeah. just dang, my, yeah. my I was surprised that my relatives are actually they kind of knew English. Oh what? really? Yeah. Oh wow, what a well-educated oh, group yeah. of family. Dang. Well, well who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I've only uh, I don't know. Yeah, so we all have these traditions, and I feel like that the important thing is what Youngi said or David said, Youngi or David, same <laughs> same thing, <laughs> but um. You know, when we have these memories as a child, we want to pass that on to our kids, right? Mm. Like we want them to have the same memory. Maybe that's why tradition's been passed down. But why do you think having traditions is important though? Do you think it's crucial for one's identity and like culture? Oh. I think so in some ways, like having a tradition. Because obviously there are some traditions that are very specific to someone's culture, cultural identity, um, ethnicity. So I think... I think that's why we would like want to keep it that way, mm. um, especially Koreans because we are we could be very traditional and especially in our like parents' generation that was a thing, right? right? To be able to keep those traditions, like even you know just being able to speak Korean, yeah. When when we're technically you know living in Canada, um, it, it could be a tradition, right? Like it's right. a very traditional mindset of. Um, the older generation um, thinking that it is very significant and important that we are able to retain our mother language. Right. That's true. Like, I feel like the tradition, like you said, tradition continuing is like what keeps our culture like alive. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So I've got a, like a really good big food for thought for you guys, right? Oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so traditions... Throughout like the past, like I don't know what, 2,000, 3,000 years, must have changed somewhere in between. Right. And regardless of how it changed, it's what it is today, right? But you know how like, let's say, like Chinese New Year, it's being celebrated by not even the Chinese people, by like everyone, right? Oh. And Korea is kind of hitting the light. So this Chuseok thing through like BTS and stuff like that, people are getting more aware of it. Oh, really? What the? Yeah. And like people who come from outside of Korea, when they come to Korea, they try on the traditional clothing, like hanbok, right? They take pictures. So in a sense, as the world gets to know about our traditions, I guess it's cool, but don't you guys think it can be kind of like altered and changed? 
And would that be a good thing? I think like people trying things out is more like a touristy action rather than something that'll significantly impact the tradition itself. Mm. Um, I think that's the cool thing about traditions. Like no matter what other people take of it, like if you as a collective take that as like your tradition, it really doesn't really matter what like the outside people think of it or like try to do. Right. You know what I think is really nice when I visit Korea is that we still have um, traditional buildings. Oh yeah. In the midst of the city. I think that is so beautiful. Yeah. Just because of like how it shows like the different contrasts mm. between like the very businessy districts and then um, Hanok, which is the traditional like houses. Right. And then you also have the Kung, like the palaces right. that are still maintained. Um, and I remember when I went a couple years back, uh, walking around a palace and it was just so beautiful and so peaceful that I really appreciated that being maintained and still, um, you know, having that kind of a tradition could be continuously be shown and exhibited. Yeah, I actually totally agree. One of the things I actually, yeah, like, you know, I forgot what that palace is, but it's there's this one really famous palace. Gyeongbokgung. Yeah. Is that the one in the middle of the city? Like completely surrounded by the city? Um, Where the no. Sejong Dewang statue is? Um, yeah, I think it is actually. Gwangamun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's the one, right? I have no idea. I, I don't know. I hope uh, for you listeners out there, just uh, <laughs> just we do not know what we're talking about. This, so. is a point, this is a point five problem. <laughs> we sort of know it, but we don't know it. Yeah, and I, f- I feel like as of being point five, like okay, so it might be different for people who actually like lived in Korea and uh, and has experienced everything. But I feel like for us, these traditions ring a special tone to us, just because. It's not something that we've been exposed to, like the people living in Korea, like every year, right? It's like for them, every it's day. like, yeah. For them, it's like something like, that like, they live with. Yeah. It's like when we see a maple leaf. Yeah, it's like, oh, what the like, heck? Yeah, yeah it's, but, like, it's a maple leaf. <laughs> Korean, Koreans are like, oh, it's, it's a, a maple, maple leaf. leaf. <laughs> 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 Does that mean there's maple syrup nearby? <gasps> Canadian maple, yeah, anyways. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So like, I feel like when we, when I see stuff like Chuseok or stuff like that, it's so much more precious to me. Right, right. Yeah. And like, I really wanted to celebrate it, but I never really... Got to. Yeah. Don't you guys celebrate it at church? Not really. Yeah. Oh, really? Interesting. It's not really the same. Well, obviously not. But I think because I went to a smaller church, like we had that kind of sense of family and mm. celebration and food, you know. And because we're so, you know, since episode one, we've been really, really, um, you know, putting significance on Korean food. Right. Right. Food is so, so, so important. And so it's important. it's a very, very traditional thing in Korea, I feel. That's true. The culture of food. Dude, like in any tradition that Koreans do, it has to be food. It has to They're involve food. Always food. Yeah. Did Some you, sort of food. I saw this stat thing online of um, pe- like the caption was Korean people like Korean people just eat a lot. So like the th- stats were like... Uh, what do you call it? The, the the kilogram per person, like a a person consuming <laughs> like meat products. So like, and then Korean people were the top 
Oh. Like, so like 20 something kilograms per year or whatever. Or like a month or whatever. Yeah, we and then, love our meat. But then like they were top in like pretty much every category. Like the, the meat, the <laughs> so fish, the, so- like the sodium stuff. Yeah. So it was like insignificant. Car- carbohydrates. So it was just like the conclusion of that whole thing was like Korean people eat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Like, that is very true. A lot of foodies are Koreans. Yeah, I, I appreciate that though. I appreciate food. Like, and it's very interesting how there's, you know, even in Korean Thanksgiving, as we talked about, you know, rice cake before, there's also particular food that is um, cooked for that day. Right. Dang, since oh, like wait, fish, what am I talking about? Fish <laughs> is very traditional, like grilled fish. Mm. Yeah, I mean, fish is like pretty important in Korea. And then what's that thing, that like circle y thing? Chun. Uh, that too, and like tongrang thing. Tongrang thing. Oh, yeah. Which it's means like, like a circle thing, circle circle period. It's like a <laughs> like an egg slash meat vegetable like Combo. mix. Yeah. Um, pastry. Is that kind of like a pastry? It's like those Korean pancakes, but a miniature version with much more weird ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Speaking yeah. of food though, didn't like mukbangs also start from Korea too? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So insane. I Do you guys watch mukbang? I don't. I don't. So for those listeners who are not Korean, mukbang is basically just someone who broadcasts themselves eating like <laughs> massively. Yeah. Like, Literally excessively. Yeah. And I've realized that Western people have actually started taking it up too. No way. Yeah. There's this like, I don't know where, I think it's this Brazilian But guy. they also do like, it's it's kind of a combination of that and like a food review. Yeah. No, there was this Brazilian guy. I don't know how I stumbled upon it. Like YouTube rabbit hole, <laughs> you know, but like this guy like cooked up six um, Pudapokumyan, which no is a spicy way. chicken noodles. And he just ate that in one sitting in five what? minutes. Five like, minutes? Yeah. Even I'm not that great with spicy food. Yeah. Actually, you're not that great at spicy food. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Anyway, sorry. We got like completely off topic about food. See, this is Koreans for you. When we talk about food, we just go just on and go on. go on. Yo, Gordon Ramsay should be Korean. Oh, wow. If he, he'd be like the Pik one. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, we're talking about like traditions of Korean and stuff like that. And I'm something that I wanted to add was like, I'm very... Although I am not a full like Korean generation person, I'm very appreciative of how traditions of Korea had survived through such terrible times, right? Like when you study the history of Korea, they've gone through war like every couple of years. Like yeah. they got taken over like at least a hundred times in the past 5,000 years. Mm. And probably during that time, they were like raped, destroyed. Um, they, even the most recent one, they, des- they destroyed a lot of the historical buildings. And like this one was like kind of like really bad, but um, they even like destroyed the tombs of past kings and like try to burn down artifacts just to get just to erase the Korean culture, which I find pretty like terrible. But um, it still persisted, right? And we've salvaged, yeah, we salvaged whatever was remaining and we made it become what it is. So, anyways, so that was a little bit backstory. But now another question for you guys: like, what traditions in this world do you think have to be stopped? Like there's some traditions in this world that is not really good. Not specific oh. to Korean culture. Yeah, just like in general. Hmm. This could get controversial, but do it. Do you have something in mind, David? No, oh. I don't. I don't either. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't have. I I don't know enough of traditions other than Korean traditions. Well, I like not not in the context of like 
like ethical traditions, but like like business traditions. Oh, like the way businesses operate their the way they do. <laughs> right. Like, Are you talking about like the ones in like Korea where you like chop day? That kind of stuff. Yeah. As well as like I don't know, even even something like Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> like like the warehouse people and stuff. Like like the culture there of like the working. Oh, I see. So like those kind of traditions. Yeah. The traditions. Like kind of like it's like a harsh environment working. Like work culture, I yeah. guess. That's not really so much a tradition, I would say. It's more of like culture. Mm. Yeah. Um I don't know. It's it's pretty tough because like you only get to really experience the traditions that you're just naturally a part of. That's true. Right. I was thinking stuff like so. I'm just gonna say these because they're unethical. And no way I'm trying to bash these countries, but like it's just unethical practices, which is frowned upon by a lot of the majority of the population in the world, right? But it would be stuff like you know, like um, you know, have you heard of people in the Middle Eastern? They kidnap women <gasps> and then date like and then force them to marry. Oh, and once really? you, yeah, so you can like, um, in the broad daylight, you can kidnap a woman and if you can marry her and then the family can do nothing about it. But oh. that's apparently a tradition that they're kind of reducing, but it still happens a lot to this day. Mm. What? That's yeah. very unfortunate. That, that just made no sense, but oh. Yeah. Like, and like the, the scary thing about it being a tradition is that people are raised to think that's okay. Right, oh. right. See, that's how it becomes a tradition is that you, you know, as a collective, you start to acknowledge that that is a appropriate practice. Yeah. It's not frowned upon. It's more accepted, right? Right. That's crazy. Yeah. As a society. Yeah. And I like to another extreme one, um, a lot of cultures in uh, India as well, right? They take it to their pride that if, let's say, their daughter disgraces a family, it's okay to kill her, mm. right? Damn, that's yo. My my parent whackings were nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they hurt, but uh, <laughs> they don't kill. We survived. We survived. Has your parents ever made you like go to a corner and hold the chair up in the air for like five minutes? Not a chair, but just the arms up. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've done the arms up, but I've also gotten smacked in the hand, like my palms before too. Yeah. And I try to, I was actually talking to a friend about this this week. It was so funny. Because I'd like try to um, like escape <laughs> the, the the stick from he- hitting my hand and it hit like the tips of my fingers. Which would hurt more. It would hurt more. <laughs> and then my mom or like my dad would be like, see, you you just like, if you just, you know. Take it. Take it, then you wouldn't have been in so much pain. I'd be like, oh. Don't they ask you like, how many, how many hits do you want to get? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like zero. <laughs> and they, they go like, you have no conscience. <laughs> you have to get hit twice and like 10 times. Like you asked me, so I'm going to say zero. <laughs> obviously. And then sometimes I'd be like, one. <laughs> like the least. Like one. <laughs> it's like a question. One? Like what kind of, <laughs> exactly. Like I how guess- do I answer that? That wouldn't really be a tradition, right? It's like more of a culture. <laughs> but yeah, so like I think some traditions, like what we've seen, like the things that we've just talked about is kind of like bad. Right? So, But like that's kind of crazy because, well, maybe just like from my circle, but I've never even been exposed to like just the knowledge that these kind of tra- traditions exist. Yeah. Like if I had just heard it, I, I'd probably be like, oh, I'd probably think it's just like a news event rather than, oh, it's a tradition from that like, yeah. place. Mm. It's 
pretty bad. And then like, but then it makes sense because I feel like uh, back in the old days, like five thousand years ago, even even in the country of Korea, right? If you disgraced a family, you would be outcasted to die, and your family would be sold as slaves. But I mean, I think back then, women's rights were also different. You yeah. know, societal values and characteristics were very different back then. Right. So. Um, like I think definitely there's a lot of modernization that happened throughout the course of um, life. <laughs> yeah. So these countries that are still performing these like almost ancient traditions, maybe it's like they haven't been able to modernize and get along with the code, you know, women's rights, feminism. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, so I've actually compiled a list of actually very interesting traditions. Uh, I've actually spoken to David about this earlier, but for you, there's this really funny one where if you stay single after 25 in Germany, they throw cinnamon powder at you. Wow. <laughs> like anyone can? Anyone can at any time of the day. How do you know? Is it still uh, a thing? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I don't <laughs> think there'd be... Because I'm... Okay. <laughs> How would you tell if they're single though? Like, it's like, like hey man, are you single? You're no, but... Or, or, <laughs> or like if you don't have a wedding ring... Um, and they ask how old you are, maybe. But you could not be single and like not be married too. Right. Well, then like that'd be kind of cool because like people that have been thrown cinnamon powder can also search for other people that smell like cinnamon. Be like, hey, you too? You too? <laughs> no, I just we work at a... We can be a match. I just work at a bakery, man. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I just make cinnamon rolls at home. Yeah. Good luck finding someone else. But yeah, so and then... um. If you're single past 30, it's not even cinnamon powder. It's not even nice. It's pepper. Wow. Oh. Yeah. So you, you're in pain. <laughs> yeah. They'll throw it. They can just come up to you and throw it. It's just like, I feel like that's kind Dang, of Dang, any German people who can verify? It's kind of similar to like the one in Korea where you like piss your bed <laughs> when you're sleeping <laughs> as a kid. You have to go around the whole neighborhood asking for salt <laughs> so you can wash the, the sheets you wet. That's also a tradition. That's all, I guess they did that back in the past. And you carry that like wooden uh, yeah, basket, like that, right? That basket of shame. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so embarrassing. I've though. seen like, it in like paintings and <laughs> like drawings. Can you imagine like you have to go to your neighbors and be like, hey, uh, this happens. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, so um, yeah, the other night. <laughs> They're not even going to ask. They're going to see the basket and be like, oh, you poor little thing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and there's actually like, there's also one in Korea where if you write uh, your friend's name in red ink. Oh, it's very bad. Definitely. You guys know about the number four? Oh yeah. Like why is that a thing? Is that like Because a, it's like it means four is um in the Chinese characters, it means chugulsa. So it means death. death. Speaking the number of four. That I kinda that makes sense. But why is thirteen such I a, think thirteen is also like a it's supposed to be like a devil's number or something, I think. But why? Like it's like at least the four one it like has like makes a sense. meaning. Right. I think it, it's supposed to have some sort of meaning like that. Like a tradition. So if you go to Korea and you try to press buttons to the fourth or the thirteenth floor, sometimes you won't see it. Yeah, they just don't. Well, have even it. the thirteen. I don't know about the thirteen actually, but four. Before I've seen it quite common. It's actually really common because they don't want to live on the floor that means death. <laughs> They're all gonna die. Just I mean, can't. we're all gonna die, so eventually. <laughs> true, that's true. And then there was also I'm just gonna tell some cool things. Oh, and also in Korea, you know, I didn't. I didn't know it was. It didn't just apply to Korea. It, uh, it apparently applies to like a lot of Asian countries. But if you give 
your shoe to if you buy a shoe for your beloved one. Oh, that they'll run away. They'll, they'll run away. And apparently, that rings true for like Japan and China too. What? Yeah. Dang. What if it's like a couple shoes? They'll both run away. <laughs> <laughs> like if they buy each other. Yeah, we're gonna part ways. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, these are all like some pretty cool traditions that I've actually researched, and I realized like, wow, humans really like traditions. Mm. Do you guys have like traditions that happen in your family? Um, not really. I don't really have. I think the one thing I think, like I said, we go to church on on Christmas is a thing. It's like a family tradition. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's tradition, but whenever somebody that's not our, like mom cooking, yeah, our dad comes to the kitchen and sings this song. It the lyrics are in Korean, but he goes like. Like this kind of song, like he has like these so cute. He has like these songs for all these themes. Like he, when I was like a little kid, he made this nickname for me, like Davy the Baby, something, something. Like you can tell why David is a creative. Yeah, that's actually crazy. Yeah, yeah. So he has like these songs for these moments that just come out randomly. It's so funny. That's Recently, so he started learning to ride a what's the single wheel bike? Oh, the unicycle. The unicycle, so right? Crazy. No way. And then, like, he, he just he just has so much chin. He's like like singing while he's like, he's like oh shoot, I fell off. <laughs> <laughs> That's like David. <laughs> That's very much like David. Wow. wow. Yeah. So, like, our dad singing would be like a family tradition. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Do you guys have any like traditions you do like? Like let's say in a, in an ear, you guys will do this. Like I guess like as a like during a specific holiday or something. Yeah, or, or maybe a just time like, of the year yeah. that you guys specifically do. I don't really have that. I don't really. We don't do a lot of family traditional stuff. Dang, I think I probably would have had more, but just the nature of like living abroad and dad being in Korea has kind of. Reduce more, more opportunities for that, but I, I'm sure if we were like living together, mm. we definitely be be doing a lot of things. Um, so like I I would only see my dad like maybe one like one or two months out of the whole year, oh. usually growing up. So like not right. a lot of opportunities. So I'm not sure, but I I think I remember as like little kids we used to he like loves outdoor activities and stuff. So I, I don't know if that's tradition, but like. Like, cause like even families have traditions of like, say during the summer they go camping together. Oh yeah, right, so, right. Like I'm sure we would have something like that. Yeah, I've seen families who you know do traditions for like putting up Christmas trees together. Oh yeah, oh. and like taking out the decorations yeah. and then like you know putting up the star and lights and stuff like that. Um, I think that is also a very common tradition. Yeah, buying gifts, etc. I guess. Do you guys think like the more traditions a family has, it would influence the amount of intimacy and like closeness? I think it could. I think traditions, it, traditions kind of put you together in a, in the collective, right? Like that's right, what right. it's it's another commonality that you guys share among the group mm-hmm. or collective. So um, it definitely, I think, could bring together some more intimacy and, um, you know, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's like these little nuggets in your life. Nuggets. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I think what you said actually 
phrased it very well, Serena, like how it like it brings together people together in collectivism. And like my mind totally blanked out there. <laughs> <laughs> Just stopped. Yeah, but like I, I, yeah, I was gonna say something about what you said. About collectivity. Yeah. It gives people a sense of, you know commonality. So like you know how like even for Korean traditions, you know, we we share traditions or like we share speaking a language. We share mm. stuff like that. Um like share the same knowledge about like history and stuff like that. So when we gather, like we have that common. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes us like bond and makes us together. be able to relate to one another. Yeah. It, wow. Like it, it brings like relativity. That's right. true. Holy. I guess like in Canada, it's a little bit difficult because we're like such a mix of cultures. Like a multicultural country. Yeah. But I, that could also be a tradition, right? Like Right. I think we like it's special in its own way. We'll have the benefits of like seeing other people's traditions. Like Right, right. For sure. Diwali is pretty big here, right? Which is the Indian celebration. I, to be honest, not really sure what, but it's a huge party fest. And then we've got like the Chinese New Year. I'm sure like people in Korea don't have the benefits of being able to see these cultures and experiencing it. So I think, I think, yeah, that's pretty cool how we can experience other people's cultures here. That's like the benefits. But like, that's the thing. It feels like other people's traditions or cultures. True. Not ours. That is right. so true. So we, like, we get to experience more, but there's not that sense of collectiveness that traditions are Supposed traditionally to. bringing to traditions. Oh. <laughs> oh. <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> Wisely said. Wordplay. Like even Chuseok, do you guys feel like it's your tradition? Um, yeah. I think even, it could yeah. be. It's definitely more so than not, I would say. Like even if I don't do it, I'd, I'd uh, think of it more as kind of being mine rather like, than not, like, right? Like I wouldn't think like Chinese New Year celebration is like my tradition. Like it'd be like, oh, if I do it, it's like cool. But like, I don't know. Like every year, my parents would make me, not make me, sorry. Every year, I would call my grandparents to, to <laughs> know. <laughs> make you call your grandparents. Uh, I revealed my, like, anyways. Uh. <laughs> we all know Josh is not the very uh, sweet, <laughs> care, caring uh, child. Grandchild. Yeah. Honestly, like, I, I don't even know that it's Chuseok unless, like, people tell me. That's how much I feel distant from it. And then, like, I have to call Korea and then, you know, wish them a happy Chuseok. But, like, for me, it feel, I feel so dissociated from that culture. So, when I say, like, happy Chuseok, it doesn't ring true for me as in, like, happy Christmas, Merry Christmas or, like, happy oh. New Year. It's not the same, like, belongingness, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's true, yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, Korean people are just so <laughs> traditional. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna end it off here? <laughs> I think we are. Um, yeah, it's been it's been pretty uh, busy week. It's it's very hectic. It's like midterm seasons for you guys. It's, I think I said this last week too, though. <laughs> yeah, but we're keeping our tradition of uh, recording the podcast once every a week. week. Yes, this yes. is actually a tradition for it us. Is, now, it once is. A week. Yeah. It's right. like literally the only time we really meet as a three. <laughs> now, well, recently, just because we've all been busy with our own lives. Yeah. yeah. But it's nice. It's nice. Yeah, that's nice of traditions. Yeah. That still bring people together in the midst of life. Yeah, that too. And I know for those listening, you know, a lot of our audiences, um, you know, basically our peer groups. 
and we've all been busy. So, you know, we might have not seen you guys uh, regularly, but, you know, hope you guys get some update from us through this and you guys feel a sense of collectivity and, you know. Yeah. And like, I just wanted to, well, we're going to wrap it up. Um, it's actually close to the time anyways, but um, just wanted to throw another thought, like a food for thought, like of how, what kind of traditions do the listeners have? And like why it rings true. Sometimes, I think as a kid, sometimes traditions can be bothersome. Like it is good when you, in the hindsight of things, That's right? That's true. But in that spur of the moment. You like get so lazy, like, oh, I don't want to go. Yeah, especially <laughs> when you're a teenager, right? So true. My family used to go to Rocky Mountains every summer. And I remember like from grade eight to 12, I like dreaded it. Right. Mm. Yeah, I always had my earphones on, looked at my phone and my mom would be like, a package, like look outside, like so so beautiful. And I'd be like, no mom. <laughs> we have that at home. <laughs> yeah, we, we can, I can just search up the mountains on my phone. Like what, what's the point, right? But now that I think about it, it's become so precious that I'd, I'd want to pass that on to my kids. And then it'd be a cycle of like, you know, then I'd be fighting with my kids to look outside. <laughs> look outside, look outside man. They're going to so know that. I can just search it up on my some weird device I have. <laughs> <laughs> At that time, they might have like virtual reality in their like, glasses. Oh, like, I could I could just go to this mountain in like a few seconds while you have to bring me here physically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so crazy. It would be. But I think there's also... Traditions could also be like a physical thing, right? Now, just because like out of COVID, like we haven't been able to do a lot of that stuff. So um, like physical gatherings. Yeah. So. Yeah. And um, I think traditions are really great because they kind of keep us grounded in this like this era of where everything's changing so much so quickly. So mm. true. But then like we're still able to keep feel. Keep something yes. old. Right. Traditional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think it's what makes us human, right? Like as things change, we're like so modernized, like you said, it stay, helps us stay grounded to- Trying to, to keep the origin. Yeah, try to keep the origin. So anyways, yeah, think about your traditions, how it means to you and um, you know how it can actually potentially influence the people around you and why it's good. Yeah, happy, uh, happy Korean Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Happy Chuseok. The Western Thanksgiving is coming up too soon. soon. Next month. Or this oh, month. It's, it should be, it's the week after. I'm looking forward to that because that means no lecture that day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Statutory holiday. Got a coffee, a turkey. Oh, that's British, sorry. Oh, okay. Anyways. Bye. 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 Bye.